Welcome to the Northeast Workforce Skills podcast. This time we are talking about our IT training with our technical trainers. Um, so I will let them do an introduction. Ian, would you like to go first? Yeah, me as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Ian Rose, uh, technical trainer at uh, uh, MTC Sunderland. Uh, primarily teach the uh, SQL Server database uh, technologies. Uh, also teach the Windows Server technologies, but not as frequently. Uh, but uh, frequently I've also been teaching an awful lot of the Power BI technologies. Okay. Uh, which in many cases isn't regarded as, as, as technical by some trainers, but it, it, is, it is just as technical. Uh, the Power BI has seen an enormous increase in, in popularity, so I've been teaching that an awful lot recently. Thank you very much, Ian. And yourself, Dion? I'd like to do an introduction. Yeah, sure, Sam. Dion Kotze. I'm uh, with the University of Sunderland and NPC training as well. I'm a desktop application uh, specialist, so it means I'll train... Uh, most of the Microsoft Office software applications, and um, I think there are about seventeen different courses, Microsoft Office courses that I that I deliver. Uh, and in addition to that, I'm a maths and English tutor uh, as well. Uh, so a jack of all trades, a trade master. And Michelle, would you like to do an introduction to yourself? I'm Michelle Francis. I'm the Lead Business Relationship Advisor at MTC. I am not technical at any way. I would say I'm more like a GP. I know a little bit about all of the courses, but specialist in nothing. Uh, but you're great at your job. I say so. Whether other people agree with that is a different matter. Well, I think you're good at your job. Thank you. Um, right, I'll just start by asking some questions. Um, what courses training have you delivered under the program um, and what's been the most popular one um, and I'll start with you. Yeah I, I mean I teach the top quite a few uh, different courses uh, with the program uh, as I said predominantly Power BI uh, uh, <clears throat> the, uh, the, the 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 main SQL courses I've, I've taught in you know uh, the, the, the TSQL scripting course which has changed from a five-day course to a two-day course. Uh, the other SQL courses that I used to teach an awful lot have really been moved away by, or, or they, 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 they've been, they're not authorised courses anymore by Microsoft, uh, but uh, uh, consequently I've, I've been teaching a lot of Power BI, which kind of like replaced a lot of the courses I've t that, I've taught, uh, that I've taught before. Why is Power BI so popular now? I hear a lot about it, but I don't really know what it is. Yeah, I, th I think it might be something to do with the fact that uh, th there's a lot of uh, and 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 Dion will probably be able to to you know fill us in on the details here. But a lot of uh, Excel experts, they, what they want to do is they want to communicate their data to other people in the organisation and share their data out in a more meaningful manner and. Well, you can do that with visualizations in Excel, uh, and you can transform your data in Excel. It takes a quite a bit of, uh, it's, it's quite complicated to do at times. You know, you've got to add on like Power Query and stuff like that. So a lot of the technologies in Excel that enable you to, to visualize data and make it available to others have actually been moved into one package called Power BI. Okay, so quite a lot of people from Excel backgrounds are they're consequently moving on to Power BI. 
uh, and th- there's a huge number of people who've got skills in Excel. Just saying, Sean, I think one of the reasons it's been quite popular as well lately is a lot of people get it as part of the Office 365 subscription. Right, so it's actually an add-on to that service as well. So with a lot of companies moving over to Office 365, yeah, using the tools that are available as part of the, the new applications that are there. Yeah, I think people people are using um, Microsoft a lot more than they used to now, aren't they, because of COVID. And then next, um, uh, Dion, is there anything else you'd like to add to that about courses that you've delivered under the programme and what the popular ones have been? Which couple of courses? Um, Excel is the most popular one, because that's the one that most people have released. And it's uh, probably the, the mainstay, the brain and butter of most SMEs and large, large companies as well. Um, there's a lot of the, the other Microsoft Office applications, they tend to be a little bit more niche. I'm aware everybody uses Word, but um, I think most people expect they can actually do it, you know, if that's a phrase. Um, you know, they can work with Word. Um, access is a little bit more niche because there's not that many people usually in the in the organization to deal with databases. But Excel, everybody uses Excel. Uh, doesn't mean to say that everybody can use Excel. doesn't mean to say that everybody's good at it. Which is a which is a you know a concerning thing in itself really because you know I don't really want to dramatize it but if you imagine how much Excel is used within business and how many of our business decisions are made in Excel and the amount of errors in Excel is just enormous. There's there's a stat that I like um, the stat goes something like um, it's about eight million active users of Excel and about five percent of those users are for pencil. Or if you shift that in its head, about 95% of active users of Excel do not use it to its full potential. But if you think about the amount of business decisions, you know, these are business decisions that, like I said, I want to dramatize, but our families, our livelihoods depend on it because ultimately the businesses have to do well um, for us to to be able to feed our families. And, and if these decisions are not right, you know, it can have a serious impact. So it's, it's, it's quite scary, I think, in my view. How many people don't know how to use Excel? You're going to a business and they expect you to be able to know Excel. It doesn't work like that. You know, you don't just get into a car and people just expect you to be able to drive the car. You have to be taught how to drive the car. But Excel doesn't work like that. You know, or, or for some reason, we don't treat Excel like that. Um, so Excel, Excel, you know, to answer your question simply, Excel is the most popular course. That takes me nicely onto the next question, and I think you've probably answered it, Dion. Who should attend the courses that you deliver? Who would benefit the most from attending the courses that you deliver? So the people who attend my courses tend to be, um, we tend to deal with private organizations and for for, for large part, um, so well-known uh, names, uh, and names of the authors. Um, and it's a, it's a range of people. I do with engineers, I do with people in finance, HR, uh, administrators. There are people from all industries, all sorts of industries, uh, at all levels as well, directors of companies. Um, so yeah, so it's quite a it's quite a quite a range of people that we actually work with. So look at the second part of the question there. Skills. What skills are people looking to develop, or what are the hope to take away? Um, so I think generally. Um, Employees come to the courses because they want to be able to get better at the stuff. They actually realize after they've been using uh, Excel, um, let's just drop about Excel after they've been using it some time, but yeah, they do need training. Uh, people want to become more efficient. We're living at a time and an age where everything's becoming harder. Employers are expecting more and more of the employees. Um, you know, 
we need to gain efficiency everywhere we can. Uh, and um, and Excel is one of those one of those areas where actually we can save a lot of time, can gain a lot of efficiency, and make a lot of efficiency savings. Um, so I think that's really the main thing. People just uh, employers want the employees to become better at this stuff because it's the bread and butter. It's the stuff that they do day in day out. It's the stuff they need to be good at. Thank you. What about yourself, Ian? What courses? What who do you think should take attend your courses? Well, the the, the people who tend to attend uh, things like Power BI courses tend to be business analysts and data analysts. Uh, and, and these people are familiar with their data, but they want other people to be familiar with them as well, you see. Uh, but it's not, it's not only data analysts. I've also found that uh, you, you do get some, you know, SQL developers as well wanting to do this. And, uh, and I think maybe that's because of the, a couple of factors. Uh, you know, firstly, they're, they're obviously wanting to, you know, move their skills on to, to Power BI as well. You know, spread their skills skill set, but also in in the in an organizational environment. In that in the past, people used to be pretty much separated into their particular roles. So, for instance, you know, SQL administrators would go on SQL admin courses and so on, and then your developers would go on the SQL developer courses and so on. Uh, but you're finding that uh, you know a lot of people are needing skills across the wide range. Okay, so so for instance, uh, you know, SQL admins. You know, when, when I'm teaching a SQL administrator course, you're teaching about, them about uh, backing up databases, uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> security and stuff like that. But they're also quite often coming on this, the TSQL courses as well because, they, because they're, they're, they're expected to know about SQL development. Now, whereas in the past, it used to be like separate. You know, you, you get a lot of, uh, like, like for instance, uh, you know, council departments and so on, you know, cutbacks and so on, people are having to actually take on these other skills, you know, so find quite a wide range, but, but certainly things like Power BI tend to be pretty specific business analysts and data analysts and so on. I think as well now, though, we do the introduction to Power BI, so even from lay people like me, yeah. um, learning actually how to use it and how to at least do some visualisation and what data you might want to actually see. So even salespeople, business development people, there's a lot more people accessing the introduction to at least see what their teams can do as well. Yeah, I, th I think that's also good just to get people going, uh, you know, j just to get people started because I think a lot of the problems with a lot of their applications uh, is, is, is they're not very intuitive. You know, you, you open up an application and think, how am I supposed to use this? You just need like, you just need a little bit of time for someone to show you how to get started and then just get over that first barrier, you know, and quite often people can go over that barrier and then just get stuck in. And I suppose we are all having to do more, aren't we? So, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, people have to do more in jo their own job now than they ever used to before. So it's uh, it, it does seem to be that, you know, the training is becoming more popular. What has been the biggest takeaway from the delegates and saved the most time that's given them like a, you know, a, a sort of change their life per se in their work? You think from Power BI training or from Excel training? I would say, well, certainly from from the from the Power BI course, I would I would say it's it's usually when someone asks a specific question, you know, because uh, uh, we'll we'll cover things like uh, DAX formulas, which are basically you know just you know showing you how to create these measures and formulas that can enhance your visualizations and so on. But someone will quite often sort of like ask a specific question or could we create a formula that does such and such, you know, and there, there's been a couple of occasions where, you know, certainly 
uh, where, where people have asked a specific question and we've, we've you know, as, as a group, we've kind of like gone onto the internet and Googled it and so on. And then while they've been doing a lab, I've been working on it to show how they can use it with the data that they've got in the classroom. Uh, there was one person who came on, they, they, they needed a, uh, it was a, a net performance score measure, right? Because it says, did, 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 is that included in Power BI? And I found it for them on, on the internet and then we kind of like modified it to the course and it was exactly what they wanted, you know. Uh, but also the thing about that was is it, when people go on the course, you have to explain to them that they're not going to remember everything. You know, they, they, they can't, you know, quite often when they get a problem, most most professionals will look on the internet, find some kind of solution, and then just modify it, right? So, so, so you know, when we've had these uh, these queries, certainly from delegates that are more specific to their own businesses, then and and sorted them out, then that's been quite a good takeaway for them. And Diana, is anything got your takeaway moment from you? Uh, as far as I know, how moment or takeaway um, so from delegates. Um, yeah, it's been a few things. I actually just worked with someone this morning. Uh, this person came uh, on board Excel course, Excel, uh, advanced Excel course, level three. And then he subsequently went on to do a unit of credit, a unit of accreditation. And um, I've been working with him uh, on a project over the last few weeks, um, basically just an hour a week wall. Um, but um, I've been working with him on the project. And this particular project is coming near to completion now. And it will save them right about four hours a week, uh, plus an additional six hours a month. And this person has ideas for incorporating what is learned onto other, um, into other aspects and to other parts of Excel, uh, other workers have to work with, which will save them an additional about, about a uh, half hour a day. So if you, if you calculate that, it's about 20% of this person's time that you'll be able to save. Now that's significant. I mean, this is a person who's nearly at director level in the company, you know, significant salary, 20% of the time, if you, if you equate that to a value, is, 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 you know, pretty good, I'd say. Um, there's been, um, the, the, the best aha moments tend to be efficiency savings. Um, so for example, I was working with, with one lady, a senior accountant at, um, at a multi-site car dealership. And, um, they had a slightly bespoke like unique um request in 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 as much as they um they wanted the the slave the senior accountant knew that her accountant her team of accountants could make efficiency savings but she wasn't she didn't know where so actually what she did was um she provided me with all of their accounting um stuff all of the accounting data in excel workbooks and uh, said well look can you basically devise a training course about what we do? Can you try and wrap your head around what we do and then devise a training course? So it took me some time to try and just figure out how they work, what they do, etc. And I devised a half-day training course with the senior accountant and one of the accountants under all ended. And on the back of that, they also did the unit of credit, uh, both of them. And um, the initial feedback was that they had saved about 15 hours a month across the multiple sites. I think there are three sites today for the car dealership. 15 hours a month they saved, um, and they were so happy with it. Now this being in mind, this was a half day training uh, sessions of two people. Um, they then um, put 30 
of their staff members onto training as well. Um, because obviously they wanted these kind of efficiency savings, you know, across the board. Um, another one which, which stands out in my mind was, um, I was uh, working with a person at a, at a well-known company here in the Northeast and, um, this particular person had a task that took every Monday, weekly task, every Monday, the task would take between three and five hours, a lot of manual work, a lot of touch points, a lot of opportunity to make mistakes. Um, and with the work that we did, um, we managed to get that task down to between 70 and 45 seconds. Um, so now it's quite a significant, significant saving as well. So yeah, I have moments. Yeah, there's, there's a few of them efficiency wise. Um, some of the main takeaways, uh, some of the most useful things that people take away from the courses and it on a general scale, uh, is the likes of pivot tables. People love pivot tables to trust. They're just powerful. Uh, and to be honest, in my Excel history, my Excel career, I've had two wild moments and, and one of them was when I discovered pivot tables, which was back in 2007. And, um, I just thought they were the best things since sliced bread. Uh, at the time, no one was really using them because everybody thought, oh, they, yeah, they're too difficult. And, um, you know, and I thought at the time, well, they're not that difficult. You just have to take a moment and just try and understand what it's actually doing. And it's really going to pay off. Um, but now, of course, everybody wants to use it. Not everybody necessarily understands it, though, but they all, they all want to use it. Um, and then, um, you know, and, and we should, you know, we've got the tools there. It's, it's available to us. Why shouldn't we? I am definitely somebody that likes a pivot table but doesn't know how to use them i am definitely in that camp <laughs> um, thanks guys the last question i've got for you both today is what what course have you enjoyed delivering the most and why ah oh, that, that's a difficult one because you know sometimes uh, yeah no you know sometimes i'll enjoy you know power bi immensely but other times when i'll be teaching a a course that i haven't taught in a while I'll get a lot of enjoyment from that. You know, it's, uh, uh, you, you know, so for instance, uh, I, I just taught the Windows client course, the, the, the you know, the other day, and it's, 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 a, it's a while since I taught, win, win, you know, Windows client, you know, and part of that's uh, IP networking, and and it's really geeky, but it's, it's months, if not years, since I've, I've tried to explain TCP IP addresses and stuff like that and the board but I was like really enjoying it it was terrible <laughs> but 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 uh, <laughs> I, 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 I think generally speaking it, it, it probably is the yeah, yeah power bi partly because people then realize how easy it is okay uh and uh and and, and also the the, the 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 tsql scripting that i do as well I, I, again it's 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 kind of like empowering people you know that's you know that's the uh, the enjoyment there. It's 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 when I feel empowered, then I get enjoyment. So it's not a specific course as such. Yeah, and I've explained to you. Can we please remind Ian the next time I go run it, asking them for a new course that he really enjoys. <laughs> new delivery or delivery hasn't done for a little while. That's recorded, Ian. So he can't run now. He can't run and hide from you, Mister. I can run. I you get all of it. So um, the course that I enjoy delivering the most um, is one that I don't do too often, unfortunately. I wish I, I wish I could do it more. I had more opportunity for it, but it's um, it's a VBA program course, and 
and it's an eight-day course. And the reason why I enjoy this one is because it focuses purely on VBA. Now, if you know, don't know what VBA is, it's Visual Basic Applications. It's the back-end programming language that is, uh, that is incorporated in most of the Microsoft Office applications. And um, the simple way to describe it really is you've got Excel, and then if you use VBA, you've got Excel on steroids. So it is it is a way for, for you to automate um, tasks within Excel. Uh, it's also a way for you to um, uh, get cross communication between your different Office applications. So, say for example, you've got data in a database. You might have some personal information in the database, and then you've also got um, issues that you track, say, in the database as well. Now you can then. Um, create VBA code that will get the database to talk automatically to an Excel spreadsheet and it can uh, bring some information up, all of it obviously, but uh, some some information, uh, depending on, on what you need. Uh, it can do automatic calculations and gain insight and so on. And then it can maybe transfer that into a Word document and then from the Word document it can transfer it into a PDF document. And then it can go back into the database and maybe it, it can email Customers, um, stuff, say it's off the data that you've done, and also say on the wall. So you can have this whole flow of, of data across the multi office applications, which is what VBA allows you to do. Uh, so it is a it is a full on proper programming language, and um, that's my that's my favorite course to learn because it's it just it just resonates with me. It's just yeah, programming is something that I really enjoy doing. Um, and I really wish that I had yeah, a happier chance to do more. Other than that, one that I'd be a little bit more about today is the um, yeah. macro scores. And the simple reason for that is because it incorporates VBA. So it fully, it's an introduction to VBA. So um, yeah, at least it, 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 it gives me the opportunity to, to talk about programming, talk about VBA, um, which I'd quite happily do all day long if I could. It's amazing what you can do, isn't it? It's amazing what you can do and we don't, what we don't know we can do either. I think one of the biggest things as well, really, I think some of them you've been saying you've been enjoying doing some of the units of credit as well. So when people don't know about the units of credit, we do the one day training, but the unit and credit help that actually helps people embed the skills back at the workplace. So it's actually based on their own work. Um, and I think that's where you've seen some of the major improvements for projects and things um, happening where it's actually on people's work. So you can see the end product as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's definitely satisfying when, for example, that person I was just talking to earlier on, where I was working with him this morning, where you can see the, the the project, you can see it grow, you can be part of that, and you know that what you're doing, what you're helping them with, actually has a tangible difference in the in the in the company. You know, and like I said, twenty percent time saving is huge. You know, so to actually you know play my part in that, you know, that is satisfying. It is gratifying. Um, there's another person I was working with um, just only this week, actually, where, again, it's a well-known, a fairly well-known company in the Northeast. And, um, you know, they, they record a lot of information in things that have been wrong. Um, you know, where they walk around the shop floor, and they try and audit certain items and, you know, see if there are any issues and so on. And they've been recording this for quite some time, but they couldn't anything in from the back end of it. What's the point of data if you can't actually do anything with your data? But the project that this person was working on was okay. Well, what? How can we? How can we change this so we actually get some real uh, beneficial stuff off it? Now, this person had an objective to finish off this project by March of next year because it was a fair size project according to his according to his superiors. And um, we within a matter of weeks, 
we've now pretty much finished the project and everybody in the company, well, all the stakeholders in the company are super, super excited about this because now that we have some real insight, now we can compare departments against one another. Now they can, uh, within, within departments, they can, they can compare certain elements, certain parts of the deal, certain machines, etc., or against other departments, you know, they, they can. They can slice and dice the data for like in all sorts of different models and different points of view, which just gives a massive insult, which now actually allows them to focus on the things that are important in the thinking. And yeah, you know, being able to be part of that and being able to see that um, when really all of the have come on to say a one day training course and then I have to make you call it afterwards. We need serious insights about them. That's great. Thank you very much, guys. And thank you very much for. Um being on this podcast today it's been great to hear about the it skills that you're delivering at mtc um, and i look forward to you doing more over the next few months so thank you very much mm-hmm.